Alright guys, before we get started, a big thank you to our sponsor, Microsoft Surface. Microsoft Surface, a huge part of game day in preparation for the LA Chargers as the official laptop and sideline technology provider for the Los Angeles Chargers. Microsoft Surface provides players and coaches with the tools to succeed both on and off the field. Microsoft's Surface Pro 7, your endlessly adaptable partner now with faster processing and more connections. Plus all day battery life. The 12.3 inch touchscreen 2-in-1 laptop is ultralight and versatile. Check it out on their site, surface.com. What's up guys, welcome to the final drive presented by Microsoft Surface. Alongside Haley Elwood, I'm Chris Habry on a night where the Chargers lose in overtime, 30-27 to the New Orleans Saints, despite a really wonderful performance again by Justin Herbert. And Haley, we could have had an awesome 20, 30-minute podcast tonight talking about all the positives, getting to two and three, uh, everything this rookie quarterback did. But in a loss, it just feels like it's it's a lot tougher to, to see those positives. Yeah, I mean, someone who even asked Herbert during his presser, look, congrats, you became the first quarterback, rookie quarterback, to throw for four touchdowns on Monday Night Football. But it almost rings hollow when you don't come away with the win at the end of the day. I mean, he just played his heart out tonight. I, I don't think you could have asked for a better performance from Justin Herbert in in this game. But, you know, it's another one-score loss and another overtime loss, the second time this team has lost in overtime this season. And it's frustrating, and that was absolutely the takeaway. And, and it is a bummer because, like you said, this could have been a total 180 of a, of a podcast here because, again, it, it essentially came down to what would have really, you know, been the final play of the game. That's right. And, you know, Justin, just reading some of his stats, 20 to 34, four touchdowns, a passer rating of 122.7. Uh, this was a, a kind of a strange game, though, because he had plays or, or drives, rather, of, of 80 yards and 75 yards. And then there were a lot of drives that just could not get going yeah. today until, like, the end of the game. So they stalled out a lot uh, in – quarters two three and, and four but had a uh you know Mike had that big play that 60 plus yard touchdown um he made that amazing catch at the end of the game um and and Baz just missed that field goal but uh, I don't know key takeaways from you from, from this game I think just again the poise and and play of Justin Herbert that we say this every week and I sound like a broken record, but, but even, you know, you hear the broadcast say it never once does this game look too big for him. He doesn't look like he's a rookie out there. I mean, again, yeah, he took a sack at a couple of opportune times, but you know, there were no, he didn't turn the ball over today, four touchdowns, a bunch of other, you know, deep shots again, which are becoming a very trademark signature of him. I think it was CBS sports said that they, they love that play. And, and try, as chargers fans, you, you absolutely do too. When you see him taking those shots downfield, you have that feeling you're like, Oh, this is going to be good. This is going to go, you know, that 49 yard play to Jalen Guyton, the 64 yard touchdown of Mike Williams. I mean, you just, it makes you excited because yeah. he is so exciting to watch. Um, and then, you know, just for a negative, though, a takeaway is, again, it's it's the second straight week that they had 17-point leads in back-to-back -back like deja vu, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it just – I don't want to say you feel a little unsettled at halftime, but you kind of do. When you're up 10 again, you're like, uh-oh, you know, hopefully this, you know, doesn't turn into what happened against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But, but yeah, 
17 point leads in back to back games, three and 13 in one score game since the start of the 2019 season. It's just tough. It's tough when you hear things like that and, and you can't seem to get over the hump. And, and you and I were both in those post game pressers, and that is what they talked about the need to do that, the will to do that. Herbert said he's got a lot of faith in this team, a lot of faith in these guys, and, and feels like they will get over that. But that's the reality of where we are right now. And it's, it's just a bummer because he is playing so well. I know. And you want the kid to get his first NFL win. He's yes. putting lights out in so many of these games. And um, there's just a lot of frustration, I think, and, yeah. you know, among the coaches and, and players in the locker room about being so close in these games. It almost would feel different if they were, if they got blown out or, or yeah. um, were one in four and they just, didn't have a chance in some of these games. Maybe you look back, okay, all right, well, we got to evaluate certain things here. They are in every single game. Yep. They're in every single game. And Justin Herbert was, you know, in two weeks, he could have beaten Tom Brady and Drew Brees very easily. He was up 17 on both of these quarterbacks. Um, the, the second half, uh, the, the defense, I, I think they just kind of wore out a little bit. It, yeah. they, they've lost so many guys, Haley, and you know we, we've done this this laundry list every yep. single week. We don't need to go through it again, but uh, you know, Chenna goes down for a little bit. Casey didn't play in the fourth quarter. Um, Joey's not a hundred percent. Clearly, not a hundred percent, and and he was playing his heart out, trying to to yeah. give as much as he possibly could. Keenan Allen goes down in the first half with back spasms, according to Coach Lynn. So. Uh, the hits keep coming in the injury department and, you know, we can say it's the NFL, but you know, uh, Justin's offensive line, you know, Justin was hit a lot today. He was mm -hmm. hit. I want to say there was like 12 quarterback hits unofficially. Um, I have to go back and look, but at one point I saw there was like 11 quarterback hits on, on Justin. So um, he was getting hit and, and coach mentioned the, the running game, the efficiency that it wasn't there. You know, Justin popped a, that big 36 yard rush in the, in the first half and had some, some nice runs today, but um, they couldn't really consistently get the running game going. Yeah. And that's tough because that's the ultimate, right? You want to have that balanced offense and you want to run the ball efficiently to then open up the playbook for taking shots down the field and, and in the passing game. And Obviously, the loss of Austin Eckler is huge. And, and yeah. guys like Justin Jackson came back last week, kind of working back in. Joshua Kelly's been in this rhythm, but, you know, he's still a rookie. And they are still kind of just trying to get that done. And so when you don't have that, then, you know, you become one-dimensional. But to Herbert's credit, I mean, he takes these amazing shots and, and he makes these plays and he has receivers on the other end who are making these incredible catches as well. But it is... It is frustrating when you say it like that. And I think another frustrating part too is, is this to me seemed to be like the hardest part of their schedule that obviously you play the Kansas City Chiefs in week two. We know what happened there. We both said you probably should have won that Carolina game, but you know, again, oh, yeah. things happen. And then you had these two games. You were going up against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then you have Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. And then things get a little weird after this because of what happened this week. Yeah. We keep will up, touch on. Keep up if you yeah. can. You know, I, we'll, I had to write it down. Yeah. I had to write it down because I knew I was never going to remember it. But to not walk out of this two-game stretch specifically – maybe splitting that's that's a kick too even though these are nfc south games and, and they don't have any sort of bearing on on afc standings but it would have been nice to split those in the sense of going up against really 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 good quarterbacks in this league frankly two of the best to do it of all time 
Yeah, they are NFC South games, but you know, you're you're one of four though. You yeah. don't want to be in a hole like this because yeah. it's very, very difficult to climb out of it. And we saw uh, when this team started 0-4, you and I were were at every single game and they yeah. bounced back. They they got back on track, but it was too late. They they, they didn't make the playoffs. They went nine and seven, but that 0-4 hole, it was just too tough to recover from. So now yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, because at that point too, you needed help. It wasn't just like you controlling your own destiny. That's yeah. when you needed help. And and it almost happened if the Buffalo, I think it was Buffalo that ended up winning, right? I, I forget. Now, Buffalo but, goes to the playoffs. They beat them yeah. 54-24 in the regular season. Yeah. I, who would have thunk it? But Wild, it, it, right? That's not taking care of your business at the beginning of the season. Yep. Yep. And that's, and that's you know, kind of where we are now. And we're kind of in this uh this kind of two-tiered world here, right? Where we you see the future in Justin Herbert and you're like, this yeah. kid looks incredible and I'm so glad he's on our side. And um, this is a guy you could build around for the next decade plus. And then you see, you know, the reality of 2020 and, you know, this team was expected to get back to the postseason this year and injuries have really crushed them. You know, there's no two ways around it. We can, we can talk about excuses, you know, they should have won this game without injuries, but mm-hmm. um, th- there's a lot of factors right now that, that has this team at one and four. And, and I think it's, it's frustrating for fans because this is a team where you look at all the star power up and down, even um, with the injuries, you're like, I still think this team can contend for a playoff spot and yeah. to lose these tough games. Uh, it, it's frustrating. Even when you know, you have a kid like Herbert that, that's going to be on your side for, you know, the next 15 years, potentially. And they had him in that first half. They totally had the Saints number in that first half. They were making things so uncomfortable for Drew Brees. Nasir Adderley had the first pick of his career, almost went for a mm. pick six. Would have been the second straight week with a Chargers pick six there. But but then, you know, the Saints kind of got it going towards the end of that half. They got it within 10. And whatever adjustments they made at halftime, it was sort of the same Again, not to say same story, same week, but but similar in that sense of of just kind of letting them, letting that other team sort of creep back in into the second half of of that game. Yeah, no Michael Thomas, but Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. They, they found something with Sanders, Haley. He was uh, 12 for 122. He was targeted 14 times. Uh, Kamara only had, I believe, 33 total yards at the half. Ended up with um, over 100 total um, and had that unbelievable catch down oh the sidelines. That, that was just insane. It, it looked like Rayshon w- was, uh, had, had really good coverage on him. And it just, you, you, what, what else you can you do, right? It better. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's a guy literally making a play. Yeah, guy making a play. And then, and obviously, you know, um, Badgie missing that extra point and uh, right. the 50 yarder, which looked good off of his foot. And, and hits the upright. Yeah. I mean, that. I think that extra point sort of loomed large because when the Saints tied it at 27-27, if that extra point was made, Chargers would have been up a point at that sense. You know, yeah. you, you don't want things like that to loom large and you hope that, that you can play better or defensively get stops where it doesn't have to come to that. And that was really unfortunate. But, you know, it – it's just how it goes. And sometimes it's, it's the game of football. You just never really know. And, and coach Lynn was asked about Badgley and his performance. And he just basically said he had an off night and, and that, yeah, that 50 yarder though. I mean, it, it was close. And at the very end, yeah. it just, I think it was Steve Levy said it just kissed the goalpost and that was all it needed to, to fall and then go to overtime. 
Yeah, what, what an ending that would have been for the Chargers to to go into their bye week two and three. Herbert yeah. gets his, his first NFL win. And then uh, you look at this upcoming part of the schedule, and it changed over the weekend. Maybe since, you haven't, since you haven't written down, why don't yeah. you take the lead on, on walking us through it? Because yes. uh, I think people may need to know. There is a bye this week for the Chargers. There is a buy this week for the Chargers, and we can talk about that after I read these off. Okay, so we got a buy in week six. Week seven, home game versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. I am not going to tell you what was supposed to be because that has totally left the braid right now. Yeah. Week eight at Denver Broncos. Week nine versus the Las Vegas Raiders, which that game I do know stays the same. That, that game same. remains unchanged. Week 10 at the Miami Dolphins, and week 11 at home versus the New York Jets. So essentially – we're looking at the same chunk of games sans the Raiders game that are just sort of flipped and out of order. And I think one thing though, maybe this buy is coming at a good time. They weren't supposed to have a buy until I believe it was week 10, but with all the injuries that they're dealing with right now, and maybe just needing to take a little bit of a mental break to kind of regroup, maybe this is coming at a really good time. You know, I was almost thinking too, if they won this game, Like Herbert said, it would have been great to go out and, and, you know, we want to be back out there next week and we want to get a chance to take the field, but you know, the guys or the buy, excuse me, is probably coming at a good time to get some guys rest. So, you know, I was thinking if you win, then does the buy sort of cut into momentum, especially if you won in as dramatic a fashion as a win would have been tonight. But I think it could be good just on multiple levels to a get guys healthy and B maybe take a little bit of a mental break self-scout, do what you need to do, and then come back in week seven for the home game against the Jaguars. I think it, it's a blessing in disguise uh, that, yeah. that they get the, the bye this week because you're one of four. You need a kind of a reset. This is a perfect yeah. week to, to reset. You know what you have in, in Justin Herbert. Get some guys back. You know, I can't tell you how much Trey Turner and Brian Bulaga probably would have helped on that yeah. offensive line today um having Keenan Allen in that second half having Melvin Ingram coming off the edge having Justin Jones pushing the pocket in the interior next to Linval Joseph um there's a lot of things that I think the Chargers can benefit from by not playing next Sunday and you know Mm -hmm. it would have been the Jets I think the way it would have gone because I I had this program if it's still in my brain it was Jets at Miami back home for Jacksonville I think. I think that's right. I could be wrong. I don't know. It's late. We're coming off a tough loss. I don't know. <laughs> but but anyway, you slice it right now. I, I think it's it's good that the Chargers can can take their bye now. And, and yes, mm-hmm. you got you got to play eleven straight games, which is never easy in the NFL. A lot of teams want to have that bye right in the sweet spot around week nine, week ten, you know, uh, and then and then have that final push to to the playoffs. But uh, I think with all the injuries and uh, the way these last two weeks have ended, uh, it's good. It's a good break right now. Yeah, I'm in full agreement, full, full agreement with that. And then even you, you talk about some of those guys, like you mentioned, like Melvin Ingram and Justin Jones. If they are ready to come back, they almost get a little bit of a bonus week by not having to play next week and yeah. get that little extra bit of rest because I think it's three total games that, that you can miss, and I believe this would have been their third. This would have um, been three. So if they're ready, then 
great. If they're not great, because you get a bonus week to just kind of chill and, and hang tight for a week. And then if they're ready to come back in, in week seven, then, then that's even better. So I think it's a good, I'm in full agreement. Like I said, I think it's a good time. Maybe this was a blessing in disguise when everything went down on Sunday of this craziness, you and I were texting like, wait, we're, we're playing the Broncos and but there's wait, a game up, there. And, and what? Yeah. I used to, uh, this is so random, but I used to create recital show orders for the dance studio that I worked at and kids had to have quick changes and every child had to have at least two dances in between to have a quick change. That was hard. That is nothing like I'm assuming what the NFL <laughs> did, Hey, did the league office call you for your, yeah. your expertise to dance, figure this out? The program was dance manager, and I don't believe that's what they used to figure this out. But <laughs> but I had strong vibes and like heart palpitations of trying to figure that out. I don't know how they did it. They did it so quickly, too. Um, and I actually talked with Judy Batista about it, and that'll come out on Playmakers this week. So nice. there's a lot. There's a lot that's going on, but but maybe it is good that it did get bumped up, especially two after the guys who went out tonight. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, you know, we, we talk about all these kind of like fun and flashy stats and storylines. And, you know, when you lose, it's just it, – it's it's tough, and they don't really yeah. mean much. You know, it's – it's great that the Chargers have a quarterback. I think that yes. that's that's a, a really awesome thing that you could take away from this last month. That, that they really hit on this kid, and, mm-hmm. and I, I just I couldn't be more impressed with the way he's carried himself on yep. the field, and, and then just his mentality off of it. He said he he's prepared as the starter even when he wasn't, and that's clearly showed. So. This is a, a good break for everybody, and you come back uh, against Jacksonville, uh, you know, and again, this is a part of the schedule where if, if you're going to make a, a move, if you're going to make a run to get back into the the playoff conversation, let's say, uh, it's got to start against the Jags, right? Yep, time to do it. Time to do it, absolutely do it. Then you got two divisional games those are really big just because of we know what happened last year with going over in the division. I assume um, Drew Locke will be back for the Broncos, but who knows at this point. But the Raiders are hanging tough right there. I mean, what they did to the Chiefs on Sunday, yeah. they're tough. So, so yeah, at least, I mean, again, we talk about that whole schedule happening but getting mixed up. But come out against the Jags. Then you got two, oppo- two divisional opponents. You need to take care of business there. And then at Miami and, and versus the Jets. And, and we'll see what happens by the time we get to, what is that, week 12? I can't count. It's late. But yeah. I think, I think it, after the Jets game, I believe that's, that's week 12. And I believe that's the Bills. But, um, but yeah, this is the time. It's time for a reset and, and you move forward. I know that we always, Coach Lynn likes to chunk the season out in quarters. And we are now in the second quarter of the season. And we'll be halfway there after next week, but but you know it's it's good to uh, to just kind of get that put that little pause and take take a beat, take a breath, and and then hopefully come out swinging in week seven. Yeah, I think that's the final takeaway of the evening, right? It's yep. it's just time for a pause, time for a bye. Get back against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, take the positives from the last few weeks, um, and then just try to eliminate the mistakes and put together a complete game. Um, there's always something that doesn't happen, right? Wait, yeah. you, don't, you don't turn the ball over today, which is great, but right. the field goal and the extra point and um, some of the some of the big plays and, and some of the breakdowns. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's, it's just putting together a complete game. Uh, the Chargers haven't really done that yet, and 
I think that they have the guys to do it. I know Coach Lynn believes that. And, you know, we just heard from Justin Herbert um, yep. right before we got on this. And he says he, he believes in the guys in the locker room and they just got to stick together. Yep, that's exactly what he said. He's got the faith in this team. They'll stick together. They'll stick, th- stick through it and they'll get better. And that's all you can really ask for. I mean, even even Nasir Adderley had said that that good teams come together during the tough times. And this is a tough time, absolutely. And and he believes that that they can come together and that there's no reason why they shouldn't be able to. Well, there you go. Um, it has been a, uh, a crazy weekend um, with, with all the schedule changes. Uh, it, it was a great game. It, it, was, it was tough to be on the yeah. wrong side of it. But, you know, it was a great Monday Night Football game against, uh, you know, you see Drew Brees versus Justin Harvard. as a pretty fun duel. Um, the Chargers will be back at it in a couple of weeks. Uh, we have playmakers this week, right? Judy Batista, you said Wednesday? Judy Batista, yep. Got her on Wednesday. We had a little bit of a redo. We had a, a redo this morning, fun fact, and, and I say this in the podcast, but we actually talked last week, and then some changes happened with COVID in the NFL schedule, and she was gracious enough to come back. That's we great. retaped this morning. So, so we will talk COVID. We will talk the NFL. We talk a little bit Judy's career. Um, and hopefully that will still be relevant when it gets put out on Wednesday. <laughs> I, I'm sure it will be. I think I think we'll get to Wednesday. Um, <laughs> and then we, we have some other stuff going. I think better half another episode of that this week. Uh, we'll do a Chargers mm-hmm. Weekly kind of recap to the first five weeks and, um, and Puro Chargers as well. So always appreciate you guys hanging with us. Win, lose, or draw here on the final drive presented by Microsoft Surface. For Haley Elwood, I'm Chris Harry, and we will see you guys not next week, but two weeks. Have a good one.